Welcome to Beating Cancer Daily. Beating stage four cancer for 30 years still takes my breath away every time I say it. I'm Saren, founder of the Comedy Cures Foundation, and I hope you'll join me for just a few minutes daily for the next 365 days so we may laugh, learn, maybe cry a little as we live our best days beating cancer daily together. So today I've had a joke in my head all day and it just keeps popping in and making me laugh. So I'm just going to say it and it's, do you think mood swings count as exercise? (laughs) I don't know why that has tickled me all day. And it fits into the topic that I'm doing today, which is the eight pillars of holistic health. Now, I've done a research study that really looks at this and those findings are compelling, but I just felt like we should just get them all in one place and present you with this overview And that way we can put those eight pillars into our phone or write them on a card and put it by our night table and just constantly reference them to make sure that one by one, we are living the most healthful life possible. And it doesn't matter if you're on cancer treatment or you're a survivor, you've just been diagnosed When I was going through cancer treatment, particularly stage four cancer treatment, I really made sure that I was looking at my wellness from a very 360 perspective. And I just want to make sure you are too. Now, the 365 day of these episodes of Beating Cancer Daily really break all this down into like micro episodes But just to have them all in one place and talk about them quickly, I just thought would be super useful. And I want to give a shout out to my friend, Deb Belfano, who is a cancer survivor also, because she had this cool symposium called Let's Talk. And they gave out like a little booklet for all the attendees. And she presented these eight pillars of health in such a cool way that I figured instead of reinventing the wheel, I'm just going to reference what she did in this book because I thought the treatment of it was so concise and fun. So I want you to get your phone out or get a piece of paper and I want you to write these eight pillars down and then you can go back and reference them. And then you can also look back at all these hundreds of episodes of Beating Cancer Daily if you want to burrow deep into one of these pillars and really get cool strategies for living a more healthful life. And I know you're going to say, oh, I have cancer. Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, as I said, our research study and one of the pivotal ways that I dealt with advanced cancer was that I made sure that I kept my mind, body, and spirit very well while we were trying to address the cancer. And I do believe it's why I had 
so few side effects after three surgeries, 44 radiation treatments, and two and a half years of nonstop chemotherapy. So let's just go through these eight pillars. I hope you got a pen or you're writing them down in your phone or you're going to go back and get these at a later date. Okay, ready? In no particular order. Emotional, intellectual, social, environmental, spiritual, nutritional, financial, physical. Now, again, they're not in any particular order. This is just the way my friend presented them in her booklet, and I thought it was just really helpful. So let's do it one more time just in case you're writing it down. Emotional, intellectual, social, environmental, spiritual, nutritional, financial, and physical. So what I want to quickly do is just point out a couple things about each one. Again, this is just a quick bite-sized podcast, and you don't have to tackle them all in one day. You don't even have to tackle them all in one week or all in one month. However you learn best and you change habits the easiest, that's the way that I want you to approach this. You could just say, hey, I'm going to work on one every day, or I'm going to work on one once a week, or I like to jump in and do all eight at one time. <laughs> it's, it's really what feels comfortable for you. This is so personalized. Individualized care plans have to be what makes you tick or you're not going to stick with it. So let's get started. And I want to quickly go through just a little bit about each one. And as I said, we have so many episodes of this podcast that really help you tackle each one. So I'm going to do a quick overview. So emotional Well, I've been really verbal on this podcast about starting the Comedy Cures Foundation and how personally I deal with a lot of issues through a comic perspective. I feel that I learn better when I use comedy and I think of things comedically. And I also find that they stick better as habits if I put a little humor into it. Hopefully that's the same for you. But if not, that's great too, just sharing what I do. Now, in terms of stress management, do you have strategies that you're using to cope with the emotional side of not only everyday life, the craziness that's going on in the world, but also your cancer diagnosis, your treatments, your prognosis? I found it really important to address all the emotions that I was going through in a day, particularly at the height of my treatment or when I was newly diagnosed. I really hope that you're using Beating Cancer Daily episodes as a way to deal with the emotional fallout of getting this cancer diagnosis or supporting somebody with cancer. It really helps you deal with the difficulties of the different challenges that do arise. Next is intellectual. I don't know if you've had chemo brain, but I definitely experienced chemo brain, like a little bit spacey, a little bit forgetful, 
just didn't feel like my brain at all times when I was going through so much chemotherapy and also just from the stress of getting a cancer diagnosis. So one of the things that I did was focus on learning something new every day. It doesn't have to be a monumental thing, but just making sure that I was trying something new or learning something new every day just to keep my brain very focused and really stimulated beyond just the conversation of cancer. Because honestly, when that diagnosis hit, it was like my whole world got sucked into this like deep black hole of cancer. And I felt that that's all I was given to talk about or think about. And that's all people wanted to talk to me about. And I found that if I just made a commitment to learn something new every day, I kept my mind really flexible and I sharpened my mental skills and I didn't just get so bored with the whole cancer story. Another one is just the social aspect, the social pillar. Look, a lot of people want to just go into a deep hole and pull the covers over their head and never, ever see people and just try to forget this is happening. That is a strategy. But there's also something to be said for really genuine connection and feeling like you belong either to a community or a family or a group of friends. So you don't have to have a million people around you, although some people love it. Like I did collect people in my cancer journey. I mean, I started a comedy charity just to connect at such a rapid, deep pace with so many people on this cancer journey. But that's not how you have to do it. You can just connect deeply with one person. But social health can be really a wonderful support way to go through cancer treatment. That's why if you can find a good support group and you like that kind of support, it's really um helpful. Now, I said in a prior episode about cancer support groups, a lot of them can be awful and you may hate them, but there's probably the right one for you somewhere, either within a cancer organization or within your hospital setting or through your doctor. Try them. It can be a really interesting way to nurture yourself and others while going through this experience environmental. Wow, do I love this pillar. Not only how to improve the environment of your home, of your workplace, but even the chemotherapy room, the hospital. You could do a project to improve the beauty of where you have to get treatment Or you could just temporarily improve it. I brought in six hours of comedy, sparkling cider, little gifts for people, little food items just to make it more festive and to create more of a party atmosphere. You don't have to go to that extreme, but just looking at how you are interacting with your environment and making sure that it works for you. I did an episode on decluttering 
and making your environment more beautiful and less stressful. So it was like a sanctuary for you. But at least make sure that you're eliminating the toxins. If you're using heavy chemicals to clean your house, try to get healthier products. Just being environmentally aware and making sure that your environment is good for you. Now, I've been really vocal about being spiritual. Are you faith-filled? Are you spiritual? Is that something that's comfortable for you? Hopefully, you're on some kind of a journey of self-enlightenment that your cancer diagnosis has really tuned you in to that part of yourself. Some people get really angry at their creator and they want nothing to do with faith, religion, spirituality, where are you on the spectrum? I find that it can be super helpful personally. And there are some compelling studies that say that people who are in support groups or have people praying for them have better outcomes. That's just some interesting research. A lot of people use a cancer diagnosis to find sense of purpose or meaning I know that starting the Comedy Cures Foundation has given me an unbelievable life's work. Doing this podcast has added so much meaning to my life. And the feedback that you give me has just been incredible. And I feel so connected. We are in so many countries around the world. And just to think that we're connecting on so many continents, six continents we're connecting to people. So for me, the spiritual and sense of purpose has just been off the charts. Now, what about nutrition? I hope you're paying attention to your nutrition. It was a major change that I made in my lifetime. Just the way I was raised to eat and then the way I started eating before I got cancer and then the adjustments that I've made since. If you have not listened to all of Jackie Bryan's episodes on beating cancer daily, the wellness episodes on nutrition and your physical health, please go back and listen to those. They are a wealth of information if you are interested in the nutritional pillar. It's so important to make really good nutritional choices and then to slowly eliminate the negative choices, because you want to optimize your body for healing. And this is one of the most powerful ways to do it is through nutrition. Please really go back and become a student of the Beating Cancer Daily episodes that Jackie and I explore all these nutritional components. You will learn so, so much. The financial pillar Wow, this doesn't make it on a lot of lists, and it is so important. Managing your economic life can reduce your stress. Not managing it, ooh, can that increase your stress? Now, we have all these additional demands on us when we start going through cancer treatment, and a lot of times we work a lot less because we have to go through all this treatment. So that compounds all this financial stress more. So just really being financially aware of your situation. And you can get help to create financial wellness for yourself, especially when you have these new demands on you. 
what is your relationship with money? Is it healthy? Is it toxic? Do you give your finances over to somebody else to manage? Is that helping you? Is that hurting you? Do you need to get a budget now? There are so many aspects of financial wellness that we can look at in this pillar. And lastly, the physical. Now, most of the time, people start with the physical on their wellness journey when they've been diagnosed with cancer. As I said, these aren't in any particular order. But just to start thinking about your movement. Are you moving less now that you've been diagnosed with cancer? Are you moving less because of the side effects of the treatment? Movement is super important. I'm particularly not using the word exercise because that can turn a lot of people off. I'm talking about movement. And that can be subtle if you're bedridden, right? I'm just talking about being aware of if you're still moving and exercising since you've been diagnosed. How are you handling your sleep? Are you getting enough sleep? Are you using sleep as a way to heal from your treatments? What are the positive physical health habits that you can start adopting so that you can improve your wellness while you're on this cancer journey? These are good tips for everyone. If you love someone, share these eight pillars with them. As I said, we did a whole research study on this that's really fascinating if you want to do a deeper dive. But just to sit down and consciously think about all eight pillars and where you are in relationship to them and how you can leverage them to create the most wellness possible so that your body has the best possible chance to heal. That's why I wanted to do this episode today. I can't wait to hear your feedback. I can't wait to hear if you have another pillar that we need to add that we didn't mention. You can go to the comedycures.org website, hit the record button in the podcast section and tell it to me. Or you can go to the menu and hit the write us section and connect with us and just write to us what you're doing. I didn't make a special section for intimacy and sexual health because I'm just going to bundle that in the physical. But if you're interested in that aspect, we have several podcast episodes, some with Jackie Bryan and some without, where we really look at how you can incorporate that kind of intimacy into your cancer journey. It was really important for me on my journey. So have a blessed day and I can't wait to see you tomorrow. If you've enjoyed this podcast, then I'd love to ask for you to go to comedycures.org and check out our membership circle levels. You will find even more resources and more programming like our live virtual Q&A sessions with me, our live Comedy Cures events with our very talented comedians, live health builder workshops with Jackie Bryan hosted by me, a robust monthly newsletter, plus much more. It's really an exciting community. So please consider 
becoming a member, giving it as a gift, telling your friends, telling your hospital support group all about this community. I can't think of a more empowering way to go through a cancer journey or your survivorship or your caregiving experience than with us at Beating Cancer Daily. It's truly an honor to serve you. Thanks so much. See you tomorrow. Guess what time it is? It's time for me to read the disclaimer. Beating Cancer Daily and the membership circle are not in lieu of medical advice or treatment. They are for entertainment purposes only. Please consult your healthcare team to review your best strategy. Thanks for listening.